Sentire Media. Ciao a tutti and welcome to Venice Talks, a podcast series about Venice in Italy. My name is Monica Cesarato and I am a Venetian food and travel blogger. I'm going to put my insider knowledge at your disposal to help you discover Venice at 360 degrees. Each week I will be chatting to the people who really matter, the Venetian. So follow me on the discovery of his artisans, writers, fashion designers, artists, glassmakers, bloggers and much, much more. Come to visit Venice the right and sustainable way. You can find me on my blog www.monicacesarato.com and also on all social media. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Venice Talks, episode number 26. Welcome back to Venice Talks. Today, my special guest is the director of Fondazione dell'Albero d'Oro, Beatrice de Renier. I hope I pronounced your name right, Beatrice. My name is Beatrice de Renier. It's a French name. Oh, with a S at the end. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I pronounced no, the, no, the English no way. Got no. rid of it. I'm so sorry. Okay, first of all, uh, Beatrice, can we explain what the Fondazione dell'Albero d'Oro is? Yeah, the Fondation dell'Albero d'Oro is a foundation hosted by uh, the Palazzo Van Ramin Grimani, uh, which is a very nice historical palazzo on the Grand Canal in Venice. Mm-hmm. The Fondation dell'Albero d'Oro is, um, is, is born in 2019 and it is a non-profit organization, mm-hmm. a Venetian one, and uh, founded by for five friends, French and Italian, mm-hmm. who loved Venice so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Fondation had the um, aim to give life and soul to this very nice palazzo. That is our real and optimistic aim. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, uh, the palazzo is one of the oldest palaces in Venice, right? Palazzo uh, Vendramin Grimani, right? Yes, it is the one uh, of, from the 17th century. Okay. And, uh, very, very nice uh, form with its uh, square, uh, small one, very white. The facade is very white and close to the Palazzo Corini du Bois, um, located between uh, the Rialto Bridge and the uh, Academy Bridge. Okay, and uh, um, how can, how did you get to choose the Palazzo Vendramin Grimani, uh, you know, as a, as a location for the exhibitions and, you know, all the work that you do? Yeah, the, the, the foundation is renting the Palazzo. Okay. And yes, at the, at the beginning, we were looking for a, a place in Venice to um, present exhibition, different uh, studies and uh, uh, concerts and everything about artistic and cultural events. Mm-hmm. Because the, 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 the first, um, uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, ambition of the foundation was to, to try to present and confront uh, past and present artistic expression. Oh, that okay. was, yeah, that was something that we would like to do. I have an artistic and uh, art history of, uh, background. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was always, of course, in love with Italy and, of course, mm-hmm. Venice. And um, we, tr- we would like to find a very nice place located in Venice. So it was the, the opportunity to find and to rent uh, mm-hmm. the, whole, the whole palazzo. 
that was entirely restored by the owner, which uh -huh. is um, Milanese uh, uh, company. Uh -huh. So now it's quite finished because it it it, it takes. A, it took about uh, three years to uh, restore totally, and now we are finishing the third floor. Okay, will be which be soon open to the public with a nice apartment to rent. But oh. but always, um, I mean, is it will be a place for artists in residence? Yes, I, I was reading about this. That the, the idea is because uh, you have a very. Uh, great exhibition at the moment yeah. um but we will talk about in a second but i was reading i found that very interesting that so many foundations right now that are coming to venice uh they uh, get the artist they get the artist in residence what does that mean it means they live in, in the city right yeah the, the objective it was to that the, the uh, offering to the artist uh, a place to host to to live to mm -hmm. take a time in venice to produce product to create uh, the artistic uh, project that was important for us uh, when we welcomed the the uh, the artist bosco sodi last year uh, mm -hmm. for, for the biennale we could not host him at home but he was there to work we, um, we, we have two rooms uh, on the ground floor that we can uh, give to the, to the artists to work, that we mm -hmm. have an atelier and another, another room. But it was not, we were not able to uh, ask him uh, and that he, he could not live on, on mm -hmm. So now I think from, Ap uh, from April, we are going to launch the uh, a very nice uh, apartment for artists in residence. So we are going to launch really that kind of uh, activity. But I think this is a great thing uh, because it actually brings people back into living in Venice, not just uh, visiting it, right? Because I mean, for an artist to actually be able to stay in the city and breathe the Venetian, you know, lifestyle, the Venetian air, the Venetian art, must be an incredible experience. And, and uh, yes, it was it was something that we would like to do because, for example, with uh, the, the artist, uh, photographer, Nico Saliagas, uh, he, he went uh, in, uh, in Venice three times in 2022, only, it was his first time in Venice, and um, somebody like him, he is a very famous uh, mm -hmm. journalist in France and in Greece too. Um, it was important to uh, give him all the facilities, all the the, the, the commodities to to mm -hmm. work and to be uh, hosted by in a nice place. Why? Because what is we are very different from maybe other foundation that uh, every the, the the aim is that every work of artist will be created for the foundation in the foundation, in this place, and we are not hosting exhibition from another part. Another okay. Part. We, are, we are really creating and producing exhibition and maybe workshop and presentation of uh, artist uh, um, uh, uh, come on, yeah, um, uh, works uh, of this, this residence. That is very important for us. We, we don't want to, uh, uh, to present other exhibition of artists only because it is a very famous artist right okay I, I like this this no, is 
No, 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 but I, I understand what you're saying. I, I totally understand what you're trying to say. It is it is a products, a produce of Venice in yeah, a way. Absolutely. You know, born and shown in Venice. So this is so good. Uh, what kind of artists do usually uh, do you select and how do you select them? So we are, you, you know, we are at the beginning because we we, we try. We, we did it for the first time with Bosco Sodi, with, mm-hmm. with a Mexican artist that we presented uh, the uh, works last year in the Biennale de Belerti. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, Bosco works during uh, two weeks in the Palazzo when we were closed and then create four very, very nice uh, uh, arts. And, uh, and then we... We, we were working with a gallery and the gallery bring brought us other other portraits and, and paintings mm. that's so it was something really done in the palazzo make in uh, in the palazzo so mm-hmm. now with uh, with Nico Saliagas uh, it's very strong because when because he was not he, he didn't know anything about Venice and uh, I, I told him please could you make uh, photos? of mm-hmm. the uh, palazzo surroundings. Uh, I want to know the environment of the palazzo because it is a Campo San Polo, because it is Sestiere mm-hmm. San Polo. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to see the, I want to see, we would like to present uh, the, the life, the microcosm of the, of the palazzo. Mm-hmm. And he said that uh, it was very interesting that that kind of work because he, he likes to be in contact with other people he likes to uh, see the, the people working and of course in venice he said to him that venice looks at you and observes mm. you and mm-hmm. because the tourists are always with their small phone or camera and they are always looking and photographing so many things but the other people the venetian who are working, living in Venice, it's a part, it's something they don't want to see really. They don't want people, don't want to really meet those people. So Mm. it was like, not something that an homage, but I mean, it was something that we, come on, we we have to give back to to the people living in Venice. We have to give back something. And and Nikos uh, Aliagas with uh, him, these photos, is really doing a great job with people. And it was incredible because for the opening, all the people he, he was, <laughs> he, he photographed was here and they were so happy to see their face on the, <laughs> uh, yeah. their face, the, the, the shops, some details, so many details on, on, on each photo that I was happy to see that, I, I mean, at least they were happy to see them on the photos and not only the views very nice views of Venice of course of course of course I mean as I was reading somewhere that it's hard to go and take photos in a city like Venice where millions of photos are taken every day but you actually managed to do it I haven't seen the exhibition yet but I'm really looking forward because first I love black and white pictures uh, and I'm more of a photographic uh, lover rather than, uh, uh, I mean, I love paintings and so on, don't get me wrong. But uh, for me, if I have to choose between a a painting uh, exhibition and a photographic exhibition, I always go first to a photographic one. And I saw a couple of the pictures online and they are amazing. And I understand what you're saying. It did capture the, the soul of the city. I think he, he tried because he's very limited. It's not somebody uh, who knows everything. 
So mm -hmm. as, as he know, it, he doesn't know nothing about Venice. He was really open-minded mm -hmm. and uh, tried to uh, really uh, be in contact immediately with the people, for example, with the, the nice uh, Carlotine Rizzardini, uh, mm -hmm. with other people on the Campo. And uh -huh. it, we, of course, we, we organized before uh, the, the appointments because he has not any time. Of but course. really... The, 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 I, I, you, we, you will see, I think, the, the, the photos in black and, and, and white are really incredible because it is really the universe that you know, because if you are living in Venice, you know that kind of people and universe and what is behind the scene, I mean, really. Yeah, yeah. So it must have, and it must have been incredible. How long did he stay here in Venice for? <laughs> he, he, stayed, he, he came three times and three mm -hmm. times, three days. Okay, that was uh, very short. Good. Yeah, no, very short. And when he, he, he came uh, last week, he said, "I have to go back because my my I want to go again and make other photos and <laughs> have a kind of exhibition, which is an evolutive exhibition because I have many things to say and I want to meet other people and in other con uh, areas of, of Venice." So that's very good. So, how long is the exhibition on for at the moment? So the, the exhibition starts on the 4th of February and until the uh, beginning of April. Okay. But we certainly prolong it, certainly, because I think that uh, it's it, going to be a big success and uh, is it two months is too short. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I think sometimes the problem I find with generally when I, not as much with the museum, but with foundations when I go around is that sometimes the exhibitions don't last long enough. Uh, there's people that put exhibition on for one week or two and you go like oh did i have time uh, to, to what, see it you that's know too short no i it's know too short. We, we 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 found that it was very short because we we, we tried so we, we found this date because we had another exhibition at the end of april but not on the ground floor on the first floor uh -huh. and we imagined that it was not possible to have the two exhibition in uh together but <laughs> you can I, I changed my mind and <laughs> I think I changed my mind that's uh, the opportunity for a private uh, foundation uh -huh. and uh, we will certainly prolong the the Nikos Aliagas exhibition uh, for six months and uh, and instead we have the new exhibition that uh, it, is in a scoop. it is a scoop <laughs> ah okay 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 we're gonna have to keep listening then yeah. so how did you get into Venice Beatrice uh, how long have you been living here um, no, I'm not living oh. all the time in Venice. I'm okay. part-time in Venice okay. because I'm living a part in, in Switzerland and in, in France. Okay. Oh, no one, not one other place, three places. Whoa, that's good. That's three places, but I prefer to live in Venice, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have been uh, not living, but uh, loving Venice since 15 years. Oh, and uh, I, I went regularly, um, yeah. So mm -hmm. I organized um, five years ago a small festival of music in uh, at the Conservatory of uh, Music in uh, in Venice. Okay, Camarcello, yeah. Is it Com uh, Palazzo uh, Conservatorio Marcello? Si. Uh, yes. And um, during three years, we had very nice concert. whose name is Concert Festif. But mm -hmm. uh, I was working a lot in Paris and it was very difficult to do uh, both. I so, can imagine. Well, yeah, so we, we give up and uh, I said, I have to do another thing. I have to do something for Venice. And uh, the idea of the foundation was 
in my head, of course, in my mm-hmm. mind. <laughs> I, I really like because I noticed is in the last, um, oh, maybe five, six, maybe seven years, so many organizations are coming into the city yeah. and like yours and giving, you know, try to revive the city. So, and to show that the city is not just about, you know, uh, the souvenirs, about yeah. going to San Marco Rialto, but, you know, to bring back, uh, you know, not just the art as a visual art, but also as in, you know, the spirit. So to get people back into the city, even to live. And I think things like your company that you do, that when, you know, you have a, a resident artist, but also you, you try to give back to the city is so important to build back the sense of community that I think in the last years is, uh, you know, by losing so many uh, citizens, you know, you know, 1,000, uh, you know, inhabitants per year are living in the cities. That's a lot. Okay, so I think it's great. Well, um, you are right, thank you, because it's, it's that's what we want to, to, to do. And we are always working and we have, we have a partnership with the uh, University Carfos, Kari. Okay. Yeah, it's very important for us to be in collaboration uh, and to have different partnership with the private and the public institution in Venice. That is something very important for us, not to be alone, not to be only in between us only. Yeah. Yeah, very open minded, very open and very in link with other people working, studying in Venice and loving Venice, of course. Yeah, I I like that because I think that's one big problem at the moment as a Venetian. uh, And I don't think it's a problem of the foreign people that come and work in the city, but I think it's a problem of the Venetian themselves. It's very hard for the Venetians to do networking. Uh, And I think if they want the city to survive in, in, you know, in the right way, People need to work together and we need to work together with people like you. Okay. Also, because I, I know the, the relation France Venice is quite strong. There's a big French community in the city, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's many, I mean, I know I follow uh, Palazzetto, is it Palazzetto Bruzzane that does all the French concerts? Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, it's very important. One last thing you also take part at Art Night Venezia, right? Yes, we did it. Uh, yes, two times. Yes. Okay, and then obviously you're gonna do this year as oh. well. Okay, so uh, one last thing: which days can people come and see the exhibitions? Uh, the exhibition is open every day, from uh, ten to one p.m. and then open to two to six. And the last entrance is at five. So mm-hmm. we don't close uh, for the two months going. And then maybe we will have a, a day close uh, from in May, from May, but not now. It's open every day. Oh, okay, okay, great. And you are in near Campo San Polo, so it's quite easy to find you. Yes, it's Campo San Polo. We have a totem uh, near the church, and it is easy to find a small, small street and arriving to the palazzo. Fantastic. And what's your, your website? Website is Fondazione dell'Alberodoro.org. And they can find you on all social medias as well with the same uh, uh, Fondazione dell'Albero d'Oro? Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Ah, oh, you're on Twitter as well. Oh, I need to follow you. <laughs> okay, listen, Beatrice, thank you so much. You guys, you got no idea how long it took us to get to, be, to do this interview thank this you, morning. Monica. 
Uh, I will meet you really. <laughs> oh, I definitely, oh, I definitely coming down because I saw the photos and everybody I spoke to about the exhibition had so many good things to say. I mean, I don't think I've heard people talking so well about an exhibition for a long time. So thank you I'm so much. Really, 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 really curious. But I saw the, the you know online what you posted and I'm like, oh yeah, definitely that's my kind of exhibition. Thank you again for talking to us and I'll see you soon. Thanks You're a welcome. lot. You're thank welcome. you. Bye-bye. Thank you. A big thank you to Beatrice of Fondazione dell'Albero d'Oro. You can find them on their website www.fondazionealberodoro.org and on all social medias as Fondazione Albero d'Oro. Thank you again for listening. If you want to book a food tour or a cooking experience with me, you can find me on my blog www.monicacesarato.com or at cookingvenice.com and also on all social medias with the handle at Monica Cesarato and at cookingvenice. Feel free to leave a comment or write to info at monicacesarato.com for more information about the people featuring the podcast or Venice. Bye-bye! Sentire Media. Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentire Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.